I got the big head. It's Friday. So we're heading into the weekend with a big fat, big head bet segment. The head. James Kelly and I are still licking our wounds after Dallas failed to cover last night. Don't give a damn that they won. They didn't win us anything. Quick aside, head. Number one, this gambling game is hard, dog. Number two, folks can stop acting like that was some great win for Dallas because it wasn't. In fact, hear me out on this, head. They may have won, but they didn't cover at home against a 500 team. So let's just go ahead and consider that a loss. At least that's the way it feels to me. And no, Cowboy fan, you still have not beaten anybody that matters. Your biggest win of the season was last night against a team that fell to 500. Entertaining game, I'll give you that, but not a game that staps you as a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So miss me with that bullcrap. Because while you did win, you got gashed by Seattle. A team that just got hammered by Frisco. A team that actually does matter. Speaking of Seattle, I don't know. Maybe you account for number 11 on the last play of that game and not let this guy just run freely into the backfield. Yeah, I know, Rome. We've heard you say that four times. Yeah, we're going to hear it a fifth time. The hell was that? The hell was any of this? How is this one sitting with you, Head? Only Big Mike could take what should be the best watch in football, you know, with a top-scoring offense and that defense and aggravate the hell out of you and then add the gambling aspect. They're so undisciplined. It is a hard watch. Horrible. Horrible. Dude, you love, you love you some Micah. I love me some Micah. He should have got a sack earlier in the game. He didn't. It was kind of garbage, but I love me some Micah. Explosive. Unbelievable. Just a... Do you do you love Micah because you love him as a player, or do you love Micah because he's yet somebody else who you think dunked on me? Full package. Both. I knew it. Being fair. Yeah. I knew it, yeah. First right. ballot. Both. Unbelievable. He checks every box for you, doesn't he? He checks every box for me. Is he explosive? <laughs> Check. Check. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Check. Yeah. Dunks on Jim. Did he dunk check. on Jim? Check, check. Yeah. I get it. All right, so what do you say because we have five games that you could miss? Yes. We're going to get paid on. We get into this. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't we start with one of my favorite topics, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Texans v. Denver. I like this matchup. It reminds me of Jason Avant. I like it a lot. Jason Avant, he is the man. Jason Avant has got I like it. The Texans, one of the best stories in the league and the single best jungle karma team there is right now. And the Broncos are hot. They have ripped off five straight. That is the NFL's longest current winning streak, if you can believe that. What is the latest number? What are you doing with this game, Head? I'll take the Texans and lay the three points that Ooh. it is right now on DraftKings. Yes, three points. It was 3-5 for a while, but it just dropped well, I was ooing that you are going to lay the points. I like that. Yes. I like Laying that a lot. Here. Yes. You're a great man. You're like Jason Avon. Jason like Jason Alvin. Allen's on it. Go ahead, dude. Uh, Denver. You, they play great. Like you said, they've won five in a row, and the biggest reason is turnover margin. They've created 16 turnovers in those five games you talked about. They've given up only three uh, turnovers themselves. That's a plus 13 turnover margin. But the two things you have to like about Houston here is, one, they don't turn the football over, and, two, the strength of Houston's defense has been their ability to stop the run. That's what the Broncos do. They run the football good, but they do not throw well. They run it well, well dude. They run it well. Missed them both. Yeah. The hell is the matter with you? They don't. We've been throw doing the this for three years. Well. They run it well. They don't run it good. How about throw the ball? Well, not well, not well. They've dude, averaged 166 What is your yards. problem? I thought I fixed it for like a month, and then I forgot again. Below, not good. Wow. Continue. 
Point being, during that five-game win streak, 166 yards Now, the yards point being is you keep game. butchering that. that. You always do that, too. Whenever I correct you, you're like, anyway, anyway, right. point being. Rattling my brain. Trying to stop, stuff acting, stop acting like somehow I've done you wrong when you do the English language wrong every single time. People get used to it, though. Basic, nobody's used to it, dude. No? Basic kindergarten stuff you can't even handle. No, I can't, actually. First grade, I can't even handle it. Yay! Here's your juice box, James. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, 166 yards per game is my point. They're throwing through the air in that five-game win streak. Only the Giants. Your point. (laughs) Only the Giants average fewer yards on the season. That's interesting, Norman. Just keep going. It's better that way. Keep going right here. But uh, Sean Payton, he's turned that sack of potatoes into a game manager as he's putting up his lowest air yards per attempt of his career. And on the other side of the ball. Bobby Slowick is treating CJ like he's the $245 million quarterback, the true alpha. He is airing it out, and rightfully so. ATS, Houston has lost their last three. ATS at home, but barely. Mm. Texans minus three. Mm. Interesting. That I'm going to play the karma angle right here. Straight jungle karma, baby. It is never never once failed in the history of this show, nor is it going to fail right here either. There's that. That's suddenly, right. you know what? You don't want to be an opponent walking into Energy Stadium as that house is getting more and more hostile. And so those fans are getting more and more hyped. And I mean that as a positive. Russett might be playing better, as you point out. He's more of a game manager right now, but mm-hmm. he's still not playing as well as C.J. Stroud. I'm expecting a big bounce back from the Texans after a tough loss last week. It's not just CJ that I'm a big fan of. I like that team, team wide. I like their coach. I love the genius that is GM Nick Casario. So I'm going to lay the points. Houston, minus three. All right. Rams v. Browns. Pretty interesting game. Maybe not on paper, but from a gambling standpoint, I think it is. I mean, I think we can gather some paper off of this one. What's the number here? What are you going to do with this game? I'm going to ram it and lay the three and a half points right now because Los Angeles is favored Alan. here. Yes. Alan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Cleveland's Alan. strength, as we know, is that defense, but it hasn't been talked about a lot nationally. The defense is actually a completely different unit on the road than it is at home. It's almost like Joe Woods sneaks back into the building to help these guys, you know, prep for their road games or something. At home, they allow an NFL best 175.7 yards Joe per Woods, game. Dude. I do hate Joe Woods. Not personally, just as a coach. Yeah, it's never personal, dude. You just hate him. Yes. On the road, that number is 334 yards per game. That's not quite a Trevor Price double it, but it's damn close. And the last two You love Trevor Price, though. Love Trevor Price. I love Trevor. We love Trevor Price. Most underrated football players. Wasn't he? Unbelievable. Yes, thank you, Trevor, right there. Love Trevor. He he was, dude. How talented was that guy? Um... Off the charts, inside, outside, versatile. A lot of people cannot do what Trevor Price did, but they don't give him credit for it. Ask him. He'll tell you. Go ahead. Actually, Trevor does think that. Uh, The last two weeks against the Broncos and Ash Stiller's offense, they've allowed 341 yards rushing combined. Also, the Rams ran for 228 yards last week in Kyron Williams' return. Now, L.A.'s defense is not good, but it looks like they might be going up against Joe Flacco. You know, Debbie's husband who called the show back in the day. Flacco. I heard Martellus canceled, so I thought I'd give you a call. Dude, that's absolutely incredible. Joe Flacco. You know, not to be insulting, what jersey number do you wear? Joe Flacco, number five. Okay. What college did you go to? Delaware, Blue Hens. Okay. What is your wife's name? Deborah. Deborah? 
Well, I call her Betty, but... Okay, well, really, because Russ was called Dana, but... What- One of the greatest calls of all time. That was pretty funny. Yeah. And his family thinks he sucks, too, um, so can we bet him? No way. Rams minus three and a half here. All right, so, dude, you sound hey! like you're getting a little aggravated with me today, so I'm going to let you do your thing, but let me just jump in here. You know, when some Ram fans mm-hmm. were tripping earlier this season and calling the show and puking all over themselves, saying it was time to move on from Sean McVay... Mm-hmm. I said, number one, that was one of the worst takes of the year. Number two, if they did, and they won't. But if they did, it would take McVay like five seconds to get another job, either as a head coach or a talking head on TV. Mm-hmm. And number three, what are you looking at anyway? This guy's doing a hell of a job this year. Incredible. One of his best ever. They're playing hard. They're playing well. They still matter. And while Matthew Stafford cannot connect with his younger teammates, at least according to his wife, he is starting to connect once again with his wide receivers. They and like to him and Kyron like, Williams. Yes. She, she's funny. That's a really good soundbite. She is. Williams is a dude, man. Yes. The Browns are sinking fast. Ever since the creep went down, mm-hmm. they don't have anybody reliable under Got center. It. I will ride with you and the Rams and lay the points. Bucks v. Panthers head. Can't lie. Sort of an ass matchup. And by Mm. sort of, I mean absolutely, completely. The Bucks were a nice little story until they weren't. They've lost six or seven. Who didn't see that coming? Mm. Who didn't see them come crashing back to earth? Mm -hmm. And then you've got the Panthers who are, well, they're the Bucks' get-right game. They're everybody's get-right game. What is the number of this unwatchable game? How are you playing it? Yeah, I don't think it's a sort of an ass matchup. This is a straight-up Williams-Gasser is what I would call it and why we need some action on it. I'm going to go with the Bucks and lay the five points here. Um, when they started the season 3-1, and one, they were dominating. She's not lonely. Thank you, Wendy. Appreciate it. When they started, the Bucks started the season, they See, were 3-1. See, I let that one. go. I, I didn't even criticize you for that. I let that go. Because it's accurate, right? No, because I'm tired of arguing with you, dude. And you start to pout and bleep. So just do your show. Jim, Jim, uh, turnover battle's big. They were 3-1. and one. They were dur- uh, dominating that. They have not been doing that. Dominating that? Dominating that. In the, uh, that? In the <laughs> six of seven games you mission, mentioned there. <laughs> the absolute dermination. <laughs> the Dominator. But. Dude, is there, what's funnier than Alvin buzzing you when you butcher words or make I words that, up? Actually. That is funny to me. That's funny to me. But John Gruden. Funny you find that right? Yeah. They could do that on Sunday against yeah. the Panthers is my point because not only do the Panthers suck to a thousand sucks on offense, they do not take they away the football the on defense. Right, Ritt. Thank you. Right there. They rank dead last in the NFL in doing such. And back to that ass offense of Carolina's Freaking in the last three games, right? Frank Reich or Reich or whatever his name is, they averaged 136 yards passing per game. That's Chad Henney, Blaine Gabbert bad. Frank Let's Reich. ride with Baker. Um, in his red ass towards his team that uh, did not want him last year. And Carolina, 0-5-1 on the road. Bucks minus five. Good ACS. point. Good point. Yes. I like that. Look, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one because, frankly, I'm not sure it deserves any time at all. As for the Panthers, maybe they get a little bump out of firing Frank, but they Frank are Reich. what they are. And what they are is ass. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're 1-10, and, and it's not just because they took the wrong quarterback. Well, that, and the fact that they've got almost no talent at all anywhere. Great. You fired your coach. How does that improve the talent that you already didn't have? Oh, and good luck getting a coach that matters, having to work in that environment. I'm sure somebody will take David Tepper's money, but whoever does will be there for one reason. 
not to win, but to take David Tepper's money. I will take the Bucks. I will lay the points, not because they're world beaters, but because they are not the Panthers. All right, now I know you hate this, Head. Mm-hmm. It's part of the job. Game of the mm-hmm. week. Yes. Obviously, your surrogate fam, the Niners, going up against the team with the league's best record, Philly. A rematch of last year's NFC title game. Mm-hmm. I say you're, you're a surrogate fan because, well, the rat slash lobster Mike Shanahan is your godfather. Correct. Lobster Jr. is your foster brother. That's right. I know you love brother. and admire everything right. about those dudes. Yes. Which is why you forced your way into that family in the first place. Mm-hmm. And how incredible is this? I know this is why you want no part of this. Mm-hmm. Philly, with the best record in the league, is a home dog right. in the league's most hostile environment. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. What is the number now? What are you doing? I can't wait to hear what you're doing with this. The number is now San Francisco minus three on the road. I'm riding with the fam and laying the three points here. It was two and a half, but I will lay the three points. Now, there's no doubt Brock Purdy uh, getting hurt had an impact on San Francisco. Philly fan will last find year. you and jam horse bleep sandals right down your esophagi. They might, too. They might, too. It'd be fair if they did, if they could win this game, too. Okay. Um, Brock Purdy, right? Got a lot of obviously attention for not playing through the game, but uh, he didn't play defensive tackle last year, and those guys got dominated. By the. Dominated. I like the way you corrected yourself before again. it happened again. I saw what you did there, dude. They were mauled in way the way trenches. Way to adjust on the fly. Good job. Thank you. You bet. Here's the difference, I think, Sunday. The Eagles have lost Thank an you, ox guard. You bet. And the fi- 49ers signed Philly's best de- defensive interior lineman in Javon Hargrave. I can't wait to see him, Young Bosa, and the boys battle in the trenches. Also, Philly's defense is not what they were a season ago. They gave up 505 yards to Josh Allen and the Bills last week. Only Arizona and Josh Chicago Allen, is worse Jim. on third down all season. And they are the fourth worst team in the red zone defensively. Now, pressure is the only thing that can disrupt this 49ers offense. But Brock's back to playing like big clock Brock again. I think he exposes the Eagles linebackers with his weapons and Kyle's next level design in the passing game. ATS, Jalen Hurts, worst role is a home dog. He's two and four in his career. Hmm. Let's just embrace our inner perv. Jake Moody, and make your bleeping kicks dip bleep. San Francisco minus three. You know, that's a pretty good argument. And I get that you are what your record says you are. And I mm-hmm. get that Philadelphia is 10-1. and one. I don't dispute that. I'm not sure how they're 10-1, and one, but they're 10-1. and one. And I mean no disrespect. Quite the opposite. Oftentimes, it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look good. And yet, they find a way to get it done. Like Philly fan himself. They don't give a damn how it looks. Only that they get the job done, and they do virtually every single week. Credit for that. That said... I think that when Frisco is healthy, which is usually not the case, but when they are, they are the most complete team in the NFL. Ordinarily, there is no way that I don't take value and the points and Philly at home. Because when would that ever happen? When they go up against a team in San Francisco that is finally healthy. I feel like the Niners are getting healthy at the right time, setting up another big win or run. I'm riding with them. That is not a bet against Philly, Philly fan, as much as it is a bet for Frisco. Hate to do it, Head, but I'm riding with you again. Beautiful. Either you and I are going to have a really good weekend or a really bad weekend. Finally, (laughs) Jets v. Falcons. Mm -hmm. Actually, this one is more interesting than it would appear because I'd make the argument that 
both these teams need this game pretty badly. I know there are only like five things in the world that you like, Head. Mm-hmm. People dunking on me. Mm-hmm. Rat Shanahan. Mm-hmm. His son, Rat Jr. Mm-hmm. And Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. I love know him. you love that guy. Love him. Love With him. that said, what is the line? How are you playing it? The Falcons are favored by two points on the road. I'm taking the two and the loser of four straight, the J-E-T-S. Go ahead and play it, Alvin. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets is yeah. not hard to spell. I'm taking that team right there. A few things that uh, You're taking might the work Jets. Here. I'm taking the Jets, yes, yeah. and the plus two. The Atlanta defense has not been the same since Grady Jarrett was injured early against Tennessee a little over a month ago. Including that game, they've allowed an average of 141 yards per game rushing since then. Over entire season, that would be the second worst in the NFL. And while the Jets can't do much, they do average four and a half yards per rush. And yes, their line is garbage, but they might get two tackles back. And the Falcons don't get after the quarterback at all. Now, if Mopin Bob Sala can quit Mopin and get that defense uh, to handle that explosive this Falcons running call. game. That's a new like one. Run. I haven't heard you gloss him Mopin Bob Sala. He mopes, man. He's a moper now. He, you know, at first he had that great energy, and all of a sudden he's just um, moping all the damn time, don't you think? There's a lot of crows pecking at our neck. Yeah, I would say his body language is not great. It's not great I mean, the guy looks like he's, like, cut out of granite, but then, yeah, he's yeah. not wearing it well. Just, I mean, he's wearing moper. it, but not well. Mopin Bob Sala. Okay, I got you. Okay, so quit MBS. moping and Tim Boyle. Um, don't play like Tim Boyle, you know, the man who threw 26 That's interceptions. That's asking a lot, though, right? It is. 26 interceptions to 12 touchdowns in college and four inter- uh, touchdowns to 11 interceptions in the NFL, so that's not good. I do like their chances against a 2-11 uh, and 11 on the road the past two seasons the Falcons are. 2-11. Jets plus 2. Jets plus 2? Jets plus 2. How about two? you? Yeah. So the Jets, to me, they come in on yeah. a four-game heater, except in this case it's a reverse heater. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what Robert Saul has done with all those receipts that he said that he was keeping. It's probably not a warehouse in the world big enough to house all that paper. Sorry, Paying I receipts. cannot back a Tim Boyle-led squad or a Coog Hunter-led squad or go against a squad that had a quarterback who appeared on this show like five seconds ago. No matter how much skill the Jets have and no matter how well their defense is playing, I'm going to go chalky little bleeper here. I'm going to roll with the ATL. I'm going to roll with Desmond Ritter, who just came on the program. I am not going to pick every single game the same way you did head. I'm going Falcons minus two. Okay, that works. Is that all right with you? We should ask Des about the Rhea plan. About the what? The Rhea plan. Why would I ask Des about that? You know, two and eleven on the road. Obviously, they've been flying that thing for a while, right? I really don't care to decode your nonsense now, Head. Um, no, yeah. Sorry, I didn't get to that question, which wasn't going to be a part of it anyway. Hey, let me ask you something. We were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. What is check DK for me? What exactly is the over under on Iowa in each half against Michigan? So it did move um, to two and a half for the over under first half and point five for the second half over under. So it's a field goal each half, basically. They're not going to get a freaking safety anyways. Are you going to play that? Yeah, man. I hit the over in the second half point five. They got to get there, right? And no, they don't have to. There's, there's a reason why it's .5. Yeah, it's Brian Ferentz, the worst offensive mind in the history of maybe football. Maybe. Who's worse? I'm trying to think who's worse. No, no, answer your own question, because I know you have the answer. Is he really the worst ever? Man, I think so. Probably. You know what? I, I can't think of anybody finest. worse. I yeah. think you're right. 
Yeah. You, you know terrible. why I say that? Because in the second half of a conference championship game, the over-under on points scored is point five. Point that makes you five. really bad offensively. It makes you historic ass if there ever was one. And why Why does he still have a job? Oh, yeah, his old man yeah. is the head coach. Yeah, About nepotism. That. that helps. Try spelling that word, head. Nepotism. No way. No, no chance. Dude, yeah. is there, are there any props that you like? Nope, just that one. I got five games, and then Iowa yeah, over point five in the second. All half right, you point. and I came off the rails as we mm-hmm. generally do. Mm-hmm. What are your five picks? Bucks minus five v Panthers. Rams minus three and a half v Browns. 49ers minus three at Philly. Texans minus three at home v Broncos. And Jets plus two home dog v Falcons. Let's get right. Let's get paid. Head, have an amazing weekend. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thank you. Let's make some money. Let's make some money. All right, so what is your reaction to anything you're hearing? That was kind of wild, but then it is. It always is when he and I come together and try to pick games.